I don't know if you've been in a relationship before where you've had feelings of not being seen or not being heard or you felt like you're being disrespected or used because I sure have been in such a situation and that is probably because I did not set boundaries and um, I probably think it's the same for you that is if you've had those feelings before and that's why on this episode I will be talking about boundaries in relationships because you have boundaries boundaries differ it can be the boundary that you have for yourself within the context of work is not the same boundary you set within the context of a relationship so today i'm just looking at the boundaries that can be formed in relationships this is on the real though and my name is ruthie So there's a misconception about setting boundaries and some people think that setting boundaries is about putting people at an arm's length to avoid getting hurt or sort of guarding yourself and protecting yourself and it could be true or not but boundaries basically allow you to get close to other people or to your friends or have a good relationship with your workmates or even enjoy a healthy relationship and intimacy with your partner with without stepping on each other's toes as you respect each other because remember in as much as you are an item and in as much as you are one in a relationship could be in a courtship or a marriage you are two different people and because you're two different people you have different limits you have different needs right and so if you're going to enjoy a healthy relationship all your needs must be met and you both have to observe each other's limits so boundaries allow you to know where not to step or where to step so basically what i'm saying is boundaries are lines that you draw to say how much you're willing to take and how much you're willing to give. So a good example, if I'm in a relationship right now and I'm okay with my boyfriend going out for a night out, maybe one day in a week without me, and uh, he stops going for just one day and he starts going for maybe two or three days without me, and I notice that I'm starting to feel some type of way, it is my responsibility to communicate that to him that I am okay with you going out one day in a week without me. But when it exits one day, I start to feel upset. So you draw a boundary that way. He's able to know that he cannot go beyond one day for a night out without me. Because if he does that, I'm going to be upset. Something else I feel like I need to say is... Boundaries are just about you and not other people. Boundaries are about your needs, about your limits. And I'm saying this to mean that you cannot set a boundary for another person. You cannot dictate how another person feels. And sometimes it's difficult when you try to communicate these things or you try to set boundaries, you know, in a relationship. And sometimes they seem absurd right because we have different feelings and we have different um, needs and we have different limits as human beings if a person tells you that you cannot cross this line 
you just have to respect that because they are the ones who are experiencing sorry, those feelings of uh, being upset or being angry or feeling disappointed. You cannot dictate how someone else feels. So your work as a person in a relationship is just respect the boundary that your partner has set for you. Now, there are different types of boundaries that we are going to look at. Just five. Um, there are so many, so many, but I'm just going to look at five. And we're going to see how these boundaries, examples of how you can set these boundaries and how these boundaries affect our relationships. And in order to have healthy um, relationships and enjoy intimacy in our relationships, why is it, why is it important to set these boundaries? So let's look at these types of boundaries. We have physical boundaries and these are about your body, basically about your body privacy and your personal space. Now this can be hard because when you're in a relationship, you literally give each other your everything, including um, your body. So it can be difficult sometimes to communicate these boundaries, to tell your partner that you need personal space but in as much as it's difficult to share those feelings with them it's more uh, detrimental to your relationship if you do not share those feelings or those things that your partner does that make you feel that you're not being seen or you're not being heard or they make you feel like you're being disrespected because if you do not share those feelings you find yourself being resentful so for example um, an example maybe a boundary you can give a physical boundary you can you can give um i might be okay with public display of affection you know i might be okay with you know kissing my partner touching them and um doing whatever to them when we're in public and my partner is probably not okay with that so it is um the responsibility of my partner to share those feelings with me and tell me that I am not okay with PDA, right? I'm not okay with you kissing me in public or I'm not okay with you kissing me um, in whatever or doing this to me. So as they communicate those feelings, they should also tell me how it makes them feel. For example, if I'm the one who's communicating those feelings, I might say, I am not okay with you kissing in public because I feel like I'm, I'm being disrespected or I feel like I'm disrespecting myself, right? So that is a form of a physical, a physical boundary. Personal space, uh, probably, uh, for instance, if my, my partner likes to use certain perfume that affects me, or makes me feel like I'm being choked, or maybe I'm allergic to a certain scent, I should be able to communicate that to my partner and share that with them and tell them that I am not okay with you using this scent. Can you apply your perfume once you leave the bedroom because it makes me feel this and this or because I'm allergic to this? So you set those boundaries. Can you imagine a situation whereby you are in such a scenario and um, your partner is using this, um you know perfume that you're allergic to or a scent that affects you and they keep using it every time around you probably in the morning 
and you have to deal with you know coughing and sneezing because you're probably allergic to that scent can you imagine if they do not know if you do not communicate those feelings you will always feel like your partner is trying to ni kama anataka kukuchokoza ama as if they are disrespecting you or as if they just don't care because you have to be left with you know just struggling to deal with the aftermath of or rather the allergy of that So you see why it's important to communicate. So that is just an example of a physical boundary. Another type of boundary especially in a relationship is emotional boundaries. Now with this, you have to be in touch with your feelings. In order to have emotional boundaries, you must be in touch with your feelings. And also it's good to know that when it comes to emotional boundaries you have to know where you end and where your partner begins because this can be a trigger it's it, it's emotional so there's a lot of feelings involved so um and you also have to be very careful when you are sharing or communicating these boundaries so you avoid feel or you avoid coming out as as if you are being passive aggressive and also as you communicate these feelings and not just the emotional boundaries as you, as you communicate these boundaries please do it in a respectful way right ndio isikai ni kama you unatetesha your partner ama you're disrespecting them you have to be in touch with your feelings uh, an example of an emotional um, boundary is uh, if for example say your love language we all know i think i've said this before on this podcast we have different five languages we have acts of service we have gifts we have time and we have physical touch and i think there's another one oh yes words of affirmation so probably my love language is uh, words of affirmation right and uh, i feel like i'm you know my partner is not quite there with it like they do not tell me nice things they are not pouring into me in that way i should be able to communicate that to them another form of um emotional boundary is for example you've had a long day at work and maybe you, you are a couple who enjoys hosting friends and you probably have game nights on fridays or you entertain your neighbors or you entertain a group of friends and you're tired from work and so you do not quite get that chance to relax or just have that small me time in order for you to uh recharge and be able to host your guests you can communicate that to your partner and say i need 10 minutes to be able to recharge before we can invite our neighbors over right and uh you can also give them an option of if you're not going to you know give me those 10 minutes then you can invite over your neighbors but know that you're going to have to entertain them for 10 minutes as i recharge or as i have my time to relax so the important thing here basically and what just uh, boundaries are all about is just communicating these limits communicating how much you can give and how much you can take now let's look at the other type of boundaries in a relationship there has to be sexual boundaries definitely because sex is a big is a huge It's a major part of any relationship and sexual boundaries sometimes i feel like they are not even there they are not communicated i don't know why we shy away from talking about these things 
um in a relationship basically and uh what sexual boundaries are they're just expectations around physical intimacy um this could be you know what you prefer your partner to do to you and what you feel like is off limits sexually for you right and uh this is just an example probably if you have been abused before if you've been raped before sexually abused before or you probably went through uh, something like fgm which is very very traumatizing sometimes you are unable to fully you know enjoy yourself or because you have maybe different desires and there are so many different desires sexual different desires sometimes we people have different fetishes so for you to enjoy a healthy sex life with your partner you have to communicate and talk about these sexual boundaries you have to say that i prefer if you do this to me rather than this and you can explain to them maybe if you put me in a certain sexual position it reminds me of a time when i was physically abused if you do this to me i don't enjoy it because i feel like it's painful right for example if you're exploring a fetish say bdsm or you're exploring your pain threshold as a couple and he exits or she exits you should be able to communicate that and say when it gets to this point it stops being pleasurable and starts being being painful and i don't like it that way you set a sexual boundary between you and your partner and healthy sexual boundaries just are around mutual agreements consent and a sexual desire both of yourself and your partner so you have to consider um what is mutually benefiting you you have to consider if your partner agrees with what you're doing or agrees to what you're doing and you also have to consider the part the, the, the sexual desires of yourself and of your partner sometimes you can be in a relationship and uh you have different beliefs different ideas different different um views and opinions on matters for example politics right if you're a kenyan couple you can be of um rather you can be supporting uda and another is supporting azimio you can be democrat and the other is republican you can be different right because there's so many diverse things and you can all conform to different beliefs and ideas ideally for me personally there are things that i feel um if i'm in a relationship with you there are the bare minimums that you have to obviously share a belief in this or that but that is just for me sometimes people find themselves in relationships where you are you you are from totally different backgrounds you believe in totally different things you have absolutely different opinions when it comes to matters say politics or religion or social matters like um different stands on racism ama different stands on things like lgbtqai and what do you do you have to make a relationship work so what do you do you have to respect each other's views and respect each other's opinion and offer or give there has to be a safe space within that relationship so that your partner does not feel 
like you do not respect their opinion and also so that both parties in that relationship feel free to communicate or share their opinions or share their views without having to worry about what you're going to think or how you're going to see them. So what do you do to enable that or to achieve that? You set intellectual boundaries. And this it just encompasses the beliefs, the ideas, the opinions and stands or takes on different matters. So if you find yourself scared of uh, sharing an opinion or declaring a stand, or sharing sharing an idea or a belief you are scared of sharing that because you fear how your partner is going to respond or how your partner is going to see you you definitely need to set an intellectual boundary and say i do not like it when you talk down on me for example i do not like it when you say i don't know what i'm saying right i do not like it when you say that what i'm saying is not correct because Opinions are different and there's no one wrong opinion or right opinion. Everybody has a different way of seeing things. So for you to experience a healthy relationship, you have to have that safe space whereby I feel okay and I feel um I'm not scared of sharing my opinion or declaring my stand or you know having a take on different matters whether we disagree or not. We have to mutually respect each other. So ensure that you set intellectual boundaries finally financial boundaries now statistics have proven that one of the most contextual matters that people fight about in relationships is money 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 is very important and even the bible says money answereth all and money is very important in a relationship right that's why you see today uh, socially People are inclined to date men with money and men are inclined to date women with money. And also because we are a diverse society, uh, whether we, you know, whether someone is from the LGBTQ or not, people are just inclined to, to be with people who have money. And there's nothing wrong with that. Ensure that in your relationship, you discuss financial goals. Sometimes it feels like someone is taking all the responsibility. For example, you're living with your partner. You can decide that I'm going to be paying for internet and buying food and just buying all this, you know, daily, daily utilities, making sure that um, uh, if, you, if you live in an environment where you pay for, you know, for, for trash and security and whatever, those bills, bills, anyumba, kama food and whatever you use, you can decide that I, as a man, I'm going to take care of them. I'm a, I, as a woman, I'm going to take care of them. And then the other part, person might decide I'm going to maybe pay school fees or pay the house rent or the mortgage or whatever. Discuss these things. And sometimes I feel as millennials, we do not have these conversations. You just get into a relationship. The next thing, you're moving in with your partner and uh, before you know it, one person is t- is carrying all the responsibilities. What this does is you start to have someone feeling drained, right? Someone is drained. Someone is, you're not able even to save. Have financial goals, first of all. Have financial discussions. Agree. Are we going to have a joint account or are we going to have separate accounts, right? If you're having a project as a couple, have goals, you know, talk about it. How are you going to work towards achieving 
that goal or completing that project. You can also plan to go for a vacation and say, I'm going to cheap in maybe 20,000 and you're going to cheap in 20,000. Or I'm going to cheap in 10,000 because I am earning less money and you're going to you know, cheap in 20,000 because you're financially you're stable than me or vice versa. Basically, just talk about these things. And uh, all of these boundaries, whether emotional, physical, sexual, intellectual, or financial, they help our relationships, our relationships, our relationships, sorry, function effectively, right? They create an open space. They create a safe space whereby as a person, as Ruthie, who is in a relationship, I know this is okay with my partner this is not okay with my partner i can do this around my partner i cannot do this around my partner what this does is it reduces disagreements in our relationship it reduces conflict and when there's no conflict or disagreements which is very very rare because every relationship be it a work relationship a friendship or just um romantic relationship there's going to be disagreements there's going to be conflict but if we have set boundaries they they get reduced and when they come up, you're able to talk about them freely and resolved issues. Because the last thing you want in your relationship is to have unresolved issues that will cause stress, cause resentment, and further become toxic for both you and your partner. As we come to the final end of this episode on this podcast today where we're discussing about boundaries, types of boundaries and how to set boundaries. Remember that boundaries are set for yourself, right? And in order for you to set effective boundaries or boundaries that make sense, you have to know yourself. You have to understand this is as much as I can go, right? You have to know this is my limit and this is as much as I can give. Because if you do not know about yourself, if you're not self-aware about these things, then how are you able to set boundaries for yourself? Number two, do not apologize for setting these boundaries. Be unapologetic because this is about your wellness. This is about yourself. And before you're even able to love another person, before you can be there for your loved ones, you have to be um, there for yourself. You have to be okay. So be unapologetic when setting this boundaries thank you so much for you know listening to this podcast uh you can share your comments um you can you know share maybe an experience you've had where you set a boundary and how a boundary helped you or where you felt an experience you had and you, you felt the need to set a boundary we do this every once in a while and uh i hope you had a lovely time please take care of yourself take care of your loved ones because life is too short and we only have each other thank you so much my name is ruthie and this is on the real though so.